Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This friendly Mother's Day reminder is brought to you by 1-800-Flowers.com. Mother's Day is this Sunday. You don't have time to put this off any longer. Head to 1-800-Flowers.com right now. 1-800-Flowers has amazing deals on last-minute Mother's Day gifts. From bouquets to sweet surprises, mom deserves the best. Order your gift from 1-800-Flowers before time runs out. To order today, go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. Hey there, welcome to my very first self-care Saturday. This is a bonus episode for M's Books and Cats podcast, and it may or may not involve books. Um, it usually will. I am a self-help book junkie, and I am deeply enmeshed in my own healing right now. Um, so that's kind of why I wanted to start self-care Saturdays. I've been learning a lot about mental health and self-care and therapy, and I want to share. I hope it will help someone. Um, it's been very helpful for me. And I think that this will be too. So a quick bit of info about me. I am in a weird place, which is not uncommon. I'm kind of a weirdo by nature, but I feel like a completely different person. I turned 40 in February and I've been in therapy for a couple of years now. And I've also been properly medicated for a couple of years. Um... There have been some crashes and some life-changing realizations. And once one thing came back, the snowball started to roll and built into an avalanche. Um, the whole process of change did start with a book. Um, not really a self-help book, although it has certainly helped me. It's I'm Fine and Other Lies by the comedian Whitney Cummings, um, who it turns out has very similar issues to mine. Um, issues that I didn't really realize that I had. I mean, I knew there was something wrong. I knew that I knew that I wasn't happy, but um, I didn't know why. So I listened to the audiobook and I just suddenly felt seen and understood in a way that I never had before. Um, I'm gonna do an episode on that book at some point, uh, but I need more time to work on that one. So for now, I'll start with something that is very present in my mind currently. Um, that's kind of why I wanted to do this uh, bonus episode. It's, it's kind of a release. It helps me to talk through new ideas. And sadly, an idea that is new and still very uncomfortable and confusing for me is the idea of boundaries. Um, I've been kind of a desperate people pleaser my entire life mostly failing miserably because, as I've said before, I am a weirdo. I just never fit in, uh, and failure would just make me try harder and harder until I had given so much and gave myself so little that it started to seriously impact my health, uh, both mental and physical. 
Um, the problem with being a people pleaser is that you begin to attract takers. Takers have no respect for boundaries. Um, not that I had any or even believed that I could have them. Um, and when you attempt to set boundaries for the first time, be ready for the pushback. Um, I thought I was, and I was not. <laughs> the ones who have benefited from your lack of boundaries will not like this new you that has a backbone. Um, and they will try to put you back in your place. And it will suck. <laughs> and after decades or a lifetime, in my case, um, it will be very hard to stay strong and take care of yourself because you never have before. It's never even been a consideration. Um, you're so used to putting others first that you feel like a terrible person for trying to do what's best for you. And the takers are going to capitalize on that. <laughs> They think you are terrible for putting yourself first, and they will make sure you know it. Um, some of my takers are incredibly skilled at guilt. It's so strong that sometimes I feel it even when they're not around. I have to say sometimes the pushback is overwhelming. It kind of stunned me the first couple of times. It, it has definitely helped me to understand what it is to have a narcissist in your life. Um, the more I read about narcissism the more I feel seen in that doesn't, it's nice to feel seen, but it doesn't really make me very happy. Um, but you know, it is what it is and you have to know what you're dealing with. There have been moments when I am full of doubt and their actions during the pushback have been enough to convince me that I am doing the right thing. <laughs> um, it's not easy. If anyone listening can relate. I am so sorry. And I am here. This is by far the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with, but it is absolutely necessary for my own life to continue. And I know that sounds dramatic, but it is true. <laughs> the thing I'm trying to embrace right now, which has been one of the hardest lessons of my life, is that you are always going to be a villain in someone else's story. And this was this was a hard one for me. Um, as a codependent people pleaser, I am always trying to make the people around me happy. Um, I'm always trying to fit in, even if I don't particularly like the people with, and definitely to my own detriment. Um, as you might imagine, this has gotten me into some really uncomfortable situations. Um, sometimes my alarm bells in my head are going off so loud that it's distracting me, but I still... I'm somehow in these situations, and I'm just very lucky that things haven't gone worse than they did. Um, this was especially true uh, when I was a teen with absolutely no guidance, um, but it carried on for quite a while. I did some things that I really did not want to do for love, quote unquote, um, for people who just had no use for me as soon as I refused to do even the smallest thing. Um a lifetime of that will make you believe that you are worthless um, and that you have no purpose and that no one could ever love who you really are. And that's messed up. <laughs> anyway, now I am beginning to finally come to my senses and believe I am good enough as is without needing to give anyone anything to still receive love. Somehow I have managed to create a family and a life of love and support um, regardless of my upbringing. And I feel incredibly lucky, even though this has been a really difficult choice and a really difficult life, uh, I made it. 
there were times when I was unsure that that would happen and I was very close to the edge and over it a little bit at one point. Anyway, be the villain. Don't do what your abusers want. And if you can get away to a safe place, do it. And don't be afraid to disappoint people because the right ones will continue to love you. Um, thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful. And if you are in a dangerous situation and trust me, emotional abuse is dangerous, get help. Um, if it feels like there's no way out, no end in sight, keep going. Don't give into the darkness just because it seems unending. Um, please find a therapist. It's easier than ever now. And I truly believe that mine saved my life. So not every self-care Saturday will be quite this intense, but this is my reality right now. So if this was too much and you're somehow still here, stick around for the next episode because some of these will be a lot more fun and I'll start talking about some really good self-help books and just fun ways to take care of yourself and enjoy life. But I wanted to start with something a little serious um, because I don't want anyone in that darkness and I know how helpful it can be to have someone see you and say that you're not alone. Um, so take care of yourselves, love yourselves, and believe that things can get better. Peace. Peace.